Welcome to One for the Road. Gloomy Friday morning here, uh, here in Rochester. Black Friday's today. Black Friday is upon us. Everybody and their brother was out shopping today. If they weren't already last night, wait outside of stores at 7 o'clock. Hoping to save $50 on a $200 TV, <laughs> which, you know, it's something I'll never do. I will never go out on Black Friday. I'll never go out the night before. To me, it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it to save $50 on a television uh, and go through the hassle of waiting in line with 300, you know, other fucking people that all they can talk about is how they want to get in there and get their new iPad. <laughs> I just won't do it. Um, but a lot of people I know have and are. My mom, my sister went out last night, did it, and they're out again today. They're doing their shopping thing. So I'm interested to see what they uh, what they let me know that they got. But, yeah, Black Friday's upon us. You know, yeah, I'm not against it. I get it. You know, you want to go out and... Some people say that they do it for the fun, the experience of the day, just to see all these fucking crazy people running around, and they're not really actively looking for anything. They just go out, and if they see something that's a good deal, and it's still there on the shelf, they'll buy it. Okay, that's fine. Get that. I do. But yeah, I'll tell you what I would do. If I were if I were into this, if I was going to go shopping, I would, just, I would just go into the store. If I really wanted to make a fucking day out of it, I would go. I would get there in line, you know, to a Best Buy or something like that. I would just wait outside, and I would just... Fucking run in the doors, and I would just grab shit. Even shit that I would grab iPads, I would grab iPads, cell phones, televisions, VCRs, <laughs> VCRs, whatever, DVD players, whatever the fuck is out there. I would just grab and throw them in my car, and I would fill it up. And then when people started to approach me, and they were like, "Oh my god, I can't believe that you got that TV! I really wanted it." I'd say, "Well, how much are you saving by buying it today?" And they would tell me seventy-five dollars. And I'd say, "Well, today's your lucky day. You're going to save fifty. You give me twenty-five dollars cash right now. <laughs> you can fucking have it. I'll put it in your car." And that's what I would do. And I would actually just, I would go in, put everything in a car, and I would walk out of there up. I think that that is a fucking great idea. Because these people, they go in there, they got their fucking heart set on something, because it's the best deal of the year, they're going to save $150 on it, and they don't care. And they want to they want to save $150. Well, if there's none left, you can't have one. Or you can have one, but you're only going to save 100 bucks, which is still a hell of a deal. You give me $50, you can have it, you can walk out the door with it. So... You know, you're still you're still saving something. And I would do that. And I would just walk out like three, five, five hundred dollars up, and then I have five hundred dollars, and then I could go buy what I really want at regular price. I think that that would be a really good idea. Uh, but yeah, unless I was gonna maybe I'll do that next year. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Get like two or three of my friends to go in on it with me, and we just run in. And the first thing we do is grab a cart because see, people aren't grabbing carts; they're running towards items. So one of my friends will be a runner. Boom! Your job is to get the iPad. Shit, you can carry. Grab six of them. Put them under your arm. Fucking run like a football. That's what we're going to do. We'll bring like a shopping bag with us so that, you know, you can fucking tie it, hold on to it. No one can get to them. No one's going to steal them from you. One of my friends will just write to, you know, write to this section. Go grab all the freaking Barbies and Furbies, you know, the shit that you know parents are going to want. I'll go for the TVs. I'll put the big shit in my car. I'll get like two or three of them. And, you know, you guys get a 20% cut because <laughs> it was my idea. So I'll still be the one that make it all the fucking money. But I think that's a good Black Friday idea. But I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just sitting here. I'm not, I'm not doing anything for it. I'm just, I'm too full to do anything from yesterday. I had way too much food. Uh, and I'm still letting that digest. So I just got my handy dandy coffee here. Um, which I got it today. It went over smoothly. I haven't run into any more problems getting my coffee lately, which I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful about. But yeah, so, alright, so to, um, so to transition into another topic, um, <laughs> alright. Sex is fucking, who doesn't love sex? Who doesn't love a good old fashioned fuck? Who doesn't love the, fucking burn the sheets when they're done. I mean, who doesn't love to just get plowed so hard that you can't remember who you are when you're done and you're just, 
Even if you're not a smoker, you got to go run out and buy a pack because it was just that fucking good. And who doesn't love that? I mean, if you've never experienced that before, I apologize. Um, you're not going to know what the hell I'm talking about, but everybody enjoys that. But when does it? When does it get to be too much? Like when is it too freaky? Like is? I mean, maybe some people don't have like lines. There's no lines in the sand for some people. They're up and willing to do anything. Like if you're a guy shoving in my ass, he'll tell his girlfriend, shove it up my ass. You know, some people are just they don't give a fuck. Anything that anything that the girl or guy wants to do is fine with them because in their mind it's just one it's just something else to fucking try. But I mean, like what like what would you do? I mean, like if you're with a girl and she's like, you know, oh man, you know, I would I really want you to you know fucking I don't know choke me and fucking call me Margaret. <laughs> okay, I'll do that. I'll choke you and call you Margaret. I don't give a shit. But if if you're you know if you're a girl or a guy and your partner's like, you know, I want to. I want to fucking put on a gorilla costume and tie you to the bed and shove the remote up your ass <laughs> while we're watching fucking Desperate Housewives. Is that that's a little fucking weird? Like that's a little fucking weird. Like what do you do? Like how do you how do you tell the person like you're a fucking freak? Like I'm not doing that and I'm not doing it because it's fucking nuts and you're fucking insane for suggesting it. Like when what what do you do? Like if you you were the girl and. You know, what if, especially if it's your first night together, like what if it's your first night and it's, whether it be a one night stand or it's your first time ever sleeping together and, you know, you're in there, you're kissing, you know, you're sucking on a tit, you got your hand up her skirt, down her pants, and all of a sudden she slaps you and just yells out like something satanic. And she's just like, ah, fuck, you know, ah, what do you do? Like, I'd fucking jump. I would jump out of the bed. Like her fucking head spins around, she spits out pea soup, get, she tells you to fucking kill her with your dick. What the fuck do you do? What do you do? You, do you keep going? Do you tell her I'm sorry? Like I, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can do that. I don't think I can live up to your fucking crazy expectations. Um, but what do you do? I mean, how do you get yourself? How do you get yourself out of that situation without stopping the sex? You still want to have sex, but you don't want to have that kind of fucking sex. Like I mean, it, it, do you judge the person? Like I mean, you're with a girl or a guy and. You know, and you're with your partner, and maybe you've had sex a couple of times, and then out of nowhere they tell you that, hey, I got a Sibian in my uh, in my closet, and uh, I'm gonna sit on it for you while I choke myself with a belt hanging from the feelings, uh, the ceiling fan. <laughs> like, oh, okay, um, do, do you judge that person? Like, are they all of a sudden a freak because that's what they're into? Like, you know, they wanna they wanna they wanna ride a Sibian at 100 miles an hour and choke themselves. That's what fucking turns them on. If they're only asking you to sit there and watch. Do you do it? Do you sit there? Do you watch them? And and then the second thing is like, if you're into this weird, freaky shit, I want to know how you discovered this. I want to know like how you figured that out. Like you were just sitting there one day in your bedroom masturbating and you're like, you know what? I'm going to fucking hang myself from the ceiling fan and turn it on. I bet you that would feel good. I bet you that would really feel good. Or I'm going to take my dildo. My dildo's not cutting it. So I'm going to put it on the end of a black and decker. I'm going to put it on fucking balls to the wall, and I'm going to shove it up there. I'm just going to drill out my entire insides, and that's going to feel good, too. Like, where does this shit fucking come from? Like, where did people figure this out? And maybe they figured it out on their own. Maybe they decided that that's what they like to do, and they were alone in their bedroom when they figured it out. Or maybe they weren't. Maybe they had a partner that, like, brought it out in them. And this partner helped them discover that, you know, this is what they were really into. They helped them discover their, you know, their inner sexual being. But... Then why leave that partner? I mean, okay, maybe they were an asshole. The relationship didn't work out, but like that means that there's two of you walking around. And to me, I would fucking be really taken aback by that. I really would. 
I don't care how much I love the girl that I was with, um, you know, especially if I was in a relationship with her, but if she pulled out some freak shit, told me to light her ass with a key, you know, drop hot wax on her ass or something like that, I would be, I'd be really fucking taken aback by that because that's not something I'm into. I would do it. Um, don't get me wrong. I would totally, you know, I would totally do it. I would take a hot, I would take a shit on her chest. That's what she's into. As long as you're going to blow me when I'm done. You know, you want me to shit on your chest, I shit on your chest. You know, I'm going to tell people about it, though. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to fucking tell people how fucking weird and bizarre you are. But I'll do it. You know, as long as you have a safe word. The safe word's banana. Okay, I'm going to start pooping now, you know. When it gets to be too much, I'll have banana, I'll stop if I can. Um, but yeah, I mean, just, you know, there's some people out there. And what got me thinking about this was um, I was actually telling somebody a story uh, that uh, something that happened to a buddy of mine when... um when he was in college, and this is what got me thinking about this whole topic, my buddy, uh, I was actually there, I wasn't in the room, <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong, I wasn't there when he was doing this with a girl, but a buddy of mine, we were in college, we were in like dorms, and it was like, you know, three dorms, you know, down one side of the hall, three on the other, we were in one room, they were like across the hall, two down, and he was with this fucking broad, and uh, nicest girl in the world, like she seemed like the most innocent thing that you'd ever come across, and this is the story he told, so here it is, so they went into the room, they were making out, um, told me she started getting a little bit aggressive, which, yeah, okay, he was fine with it, he was a big guy, she was a small girl, she wasn't big, 120 pounds, maybe, so he's like, whatever, she, you know, she likes her rough, fine, I'm into that, okay, you like your rough, okay, I'll give it to your rough, I'll fucking pull your pigtails, <laughs> I don't give a shit, so then, now she's on top, they're kissing, she fucking sits up, punches him in the fucking chest, boom, stops his heart, right, <laughs> what the fuck, who the fuck does that? Like out of nowhere, okay. But still, he doesn't. He doesn't even question it. He can't breathe. The wind got knocked out of him. He probably pissed himself a little bit. But he's like, eh, fuck it. She punched me. She looks at him and says, "This dick is mine." Okay. Well, first of all, I plan on giving it to you anyway. <laughs> he says, "You know, you don't have to tell me that as a woman. I already know it's yours. I'm giving it to you. My pants are off. You own it now for the next 45 minutes. It's yours. You can do whatever the fuck you want with it within reason." Within reason, you can do whatever you want with it. You own this dick. At girls, you should know that. If a guy is consenting to sex with you, which no guy will ever turn down sex, you own that dick from the time that you guys are the time that you guys are together. So she punches him in the chest. Boom! Dick's mine. Okay, he says, "Dick's yours." I'm not going to argue with you because you already punched me once. I don't want to fucking get punched again. So they fucking start having sex, and she refuses to let him do anything. She's got to be on top. Whether she's facing him, reverse cowgirl, cowgirl, she's got to be on top. That's the only way she wants to have sex. Fine. Okay. He's like, fuck, whatever. She's fucking, she's fucking him. He's enjoying it. He's loving it. Loving every minute of it. She's riding him. She fucking starts choking him. Oh, fuck. You know, I'm coming. I'm getting off. I'm fucking squared. I'm choking him. He can't fucking breathe. He tells me, so fine, fuck. He finally draws the line on him. He fucking pushes her off. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I can't fucking breathe. You need to cut this shit out. He finally leaves the room. He's like, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> Fuck this. I'm not doing this. You're fucking nuts. I'm not doing it. So the next day, this is where it gets fucked up. So the next day, I'm talking to the, one of this this girl, the girl that he was sleeping with. I'm talking to one of her girlfriends. Me and my buddies, like, that. the next night, we're over at her dorm, and we're drinking and whatever. And she's telling me that this girl he was sleeping with was telling all of her friends that he was a horrible fuck um, and that uh, he didn't last all that long. <laughs> Excuse me? She, she leaves out everything else. You know, I don't know how... The way that she told her friends the story is they were having sex and it was going fine and then all of a sudden he said he had to stop and he left the room. 
She left out the part where she punched him, uh, you know, uh, you know, swiped her credit card and bought his penis, and then started choking him. I mean, she went, you know, Clint Eastwood in a horrible, you know, she went <laughs> Clint Eastwood on him, you know. Uh, yeah, and that's fucked up. And that's what I'm saying. Like, how do you get yourself out of it? Because knowing that, if a girl ever pulls that shit on me, I don't want to leave because I don't want, you know, I don't want these rumors being spread about me. But at the same time, I'm not going to die um, before I come. Because what's the point of having sex if uh, I'm going to be dead before I even, you know, blow a load? It, it's just not fun to me. So, yeah, fucking people are nuts. And I'm not just saying that girls do this. There's a lot of guys out there, you know, they want you to fucking tickle their balls while you shove a feather up their ass. <laughs> There's some fucking weird guys out there, too. But... It's just, it's just like, what the fuck? Like, and it seems to me like these people, like you see a girl or a guy, they're walking down the street, you know, they're covered in tattoos, you know, they, they look the part. Those people usually aren't the freaks. It's the, you know, it's the people that, you know, your everyday businessman or your everyday businesswoman. Those are the fucking weirdos. Those are the ones that go to bondage parties as soon as they get out of work. You know, they leave the office, <laughs> they go there, they're getting whipped with a gag in their mouth. <laughs> these are the fucking weirdos out there. And, uh, yeah, so... I don't know. Let me know. Like, if you guys have any fucking crazy stories, like if this shit has happened to you before, or you're the person that does it, I want to know. Like, what are you guys into? Send me an email. Morlockbrandon at yahoo.com. I want to hear your fucked up sex stories. I do. I'm intrigued by them. Yeah, I really truly am. But uh, lately I've been talking a lot about sex. I love talking about it. It's one of my favorite topics. I think it's the best topic out there. You know, sex. We all do it. We all love it. We all want it. We all crave it. Uh, and the great divide lies between men and women, and that's a parallel that I'm still trying to figure out. What it is that women want and how us guys can make it happen, basically. But, a question. Um, how important is sex in a relationship? It, it, what does it come down to? Where is, where is the line drawn between sex and the emotional connection that you have with a person? That's my question. If you're dating somebody... For if you're in a situation where you're dating a person for a couple of months, you're two, three months in and you haven't slept together yet, and you know, as a girl or a guy, either way, you fall, you're falling head over heels in love for this person, and then you finally sleep with your significant other, and it's horrible. It's horrible sex. Is that, to some people, it might be enough to end the relationship, but is it really enough? I mean, is, is that, just is it just to say I don't want to date this person because the sex is bad? I mean, think back to when you were thirteen years old and you would have put a silk sheet on your uh, silk sheet on your couch and fucked it. You would have fucked anything, anything that was soft with a hole. You would have slept with as a guy, and um, you know, not maybe maybe not girls so much. But is it really that bad? I mean, you're having sex. I mean, how bad can the sex be if you bend a girl over and you just you just throw it you just throw it back you tell her to throw it back as hard as she can and you just fuck her from behind how bad can it be no one can screw that up but in the rare instance that the girl does or the guy's horrible the guy just doesn't know what he's doing he doesn't know his way around the girl's body is it fair to say i want to break up with you because the sex is bad how important is it i i, I don't know I, I don't think that it is i wouldn't i would never break up with a girl because the sex was off, work at it. You know, sit down and tell her. Don't come out and say, you're a horrible fuck. <laughs> That's just going to hurt her feelings, break her heart. But, you know, tell her. Say, don't come out and say, this is what you're doing wrong. Say, you know what? Sex is great, but this is what I would like. This is what I would like to see happen. And just work at it. All that means is you're going to have more sex. You're just going to fuck even more, <laughs> more than you already are, whether it's bad or not. But, 
I, I you know I hear about it and I, it just got me thinking: is how important is it? I don't know. I don't think that it's I don't think that it's everything that's cra- it's cracked up to be. I mean, sex is great. The better the sex, the better. Blow my fucking mind in the bedroom. You know that's what I want. You know, fucking use my face as a saddle. Ride me like Seabiscuit. Do whatever you got to do. Make me scream. You know, make me call you daddy. <laughs> Fuck me that good. But I don't know. I just I don't think that it's I don't think that it's it's really that important because you think about it. Ninety percent of the time, when you're with the person that you're dating, all you're doing is sitting around, hanging out, going out to dinner, maybe going to the mall, talking. You're talking to the person, and then the thirty minutes a day times three days a week, so that hour and a half a week, if you're lucky, that you're spending fucking. How is that any important? How is that more important than the emotional connection you built with the person? Because once the sex is over, <laughs> you're either going to cuddle or you're not. But you're just left. You're just left to talk to one another. So, I don't know. I just, I don't think that it's really, I don't really think that it's the most important thing in the world. But some people do. Some people, it's make it or break it. Uh, and I don't know. Let me know what you think. Morlockbrand and Yahoo.com. I'm curious. I want to know. Maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not the only one that thinks this. Maybe I am. Uh, but, and then, you know, another thing is, you know, everyone, the, the question, the lingering question in a guy's mind is, do I have a big enough cack? Is my dick big enough? You know, and, from what I've heard, from what I've gathered from talking to girls throughout my life, is that bigger isn't always better. And I'm not just saying that as a guy to, you know, make me feel better about myself, but that's what I've heard. The bigger the dick, the more uncomfortable it is. And the reason I know this is because my dick's huge. And girls tell me it all the time. <laughs> they tell me it hurts. They, they can't have sex with me. They'd rather sit there and talk about their feelings with me because I just, I'm tearing them apart. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. But, um, I've heard that girls say that the bigger it is, it's uncomfortable, and that they would prefer just, you know, average-sized fonts. That's what they want. That's what they're looking for. So, to all you guys out there with average-sized penises, there you go. There's your hallelujah right there. That's what girls are looking for. Girls aren't looking for the 14-inch killer. They're not in, you know, but the thing is, too, is like, if it, but as a woman, if if you meet a guy, same thing, a couple months in, you guys finally sleep together... Let's say that he does know everything. He, I mean, he, you know, if let's, but let's say that he has a really small penis. His dick's extremely small. If it were only larger, it would be the best sex you've ever had because he knows his way around a female body. Everything he's doing is great. He's got the right moves. He just doesn't have the equipment to deliver. Is that a relationship breaker? Do you break up with a guy because he's got a really small penis? Do you do as a woman? Do you tell your? I know women. Here's it all. Another thing. Let me just let me get off topic for a second. Women, guys, women, fucking, this is a scientific fact. Women talk about sex to their friends more than men do. If you don't believe me, it's so true. It is so true. And here's and this is the reason why. Guys will not discuss their sex life with their buddies. I I never have. I mean, my friends know when I'm when I'm getting laid and when I'm not. But I don't go into great detail about it. And the reason is, is because we're guys. All guys want to do is have sex. That's what we're programmed to do. So if I'm telling my best friend, oh man, so, so and so is the best fuck in the world. She does this, she does that with her mouth, with her pussy, with her ass, with her hand. Now, all of that is in his head and all he can think about is it being performed on him. So you're setting yourself up for failure there. I mean, even, even if you're somebody's best friend, you're only human as a guy and there's only so much you can do. I mean, you can only, you know, stop yourself. You can only fight your urges for so long. 
But girls, I don't, I don't think that they have that problem uh, because they talk about it all the time. You always hear girls gossiping. Always hear girls gossiping about guys. So if girls gossip about guys and the way they look and their clothes and all that, don't think they're not talking about sex because they are. They're always talking about sex. And but is that something you would tell a girlfriend? Is what I'm asking. Like, would you tell your girlfriend, your best friend, you know, Peter has the smallest. <laughs> Peter's got the smallest Peter, or you know, whatever. Your boyfriend has a. My boyfriend has a really small penis. Would you tell her that? Would you disclose that personal information to her? And it's so why? Because now every time that that guy's around her, despite the fact that he doesn't know that you said this, she's going to look at him differently. So would you set your boyfriend up for failure like that? I mean, would you just set him up for utter embarrassment every time he's around your friends? Or would you just say, yeah, the sex is great. Would you lie? Do girls lie and say the sex is great even when it's not? Because guys don't. I mean, I would have no problem telling my friend, yeah, the sex is really good. Or the sex is really bad, but that's where it stays. Why is it bad? Eh, I don't know. It just is. Why is it good? Eh, it just is. But do girls, do you women go into detail about it? Do you fucking, do you discuss it? Like the, you know, you discuss everything else in the detail. You want to nitpick about everything. Do you guys talk about this? Do you talk about sex to your girlfriends in such detail that they could probably paint a picture or make, you know, make a documentary film about your sex life? Do you guys do that? I want to know. Let me know if this is if this is true, or if I'm if I'm hitting the nail on the head here, or if I'm completely off topic. So yeah, just let me know. I'm curious. I'm curious about that. But that's that's my viewpoint. It is. So yeah, let me know. Shoot me an email. Morelockbrandon at yahoo.com. All right. Well, that's gonna wrap it up for today. Uh, one for the road. Signing out.